At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like my Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Friday morning to you. It is a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, and the DraftKings Network. It's Gil Alexander. Soon, Kelly Bidlin will join us as well. It's a football Friday on the show. Uh, Chris Felica from the doctor's office talking college bowl games with us. Uh, Jason Weigarten from under a cloud of smoke. Matt Brown momentarily to talk all things NFL Week 17. <clears throat> Pardon me. All of his bets that he's got going. How you doing, Kelly? Good morning. You with us? I, I, I think I'm with us. Yes. There you yeah, go. There we go. Little, yeah. little headset malfunction. Oh, okay. You all right? I couldn't hear you. Oh, well, you don't. Hey. I couldn't hear you. And then I was talking to you as we were introing the show. I was like, why am I not hearing anything? Why am I not hearing anything? <laughs> uh, good morning to you, sir. Thanks for doing the Megapod yesterday. Of course, man. It was a pleasure. It was uh, a pleasure. It's so much fun. So much fun. Uh, Megapod is out. Uh, the Beating the Book Megapod, week 17 edition, with Kelly Bidlin as the rotating guest this week. How about that? Boom. Um, a winner already last <laughs> night on the pod. What you have yesterday? Browns. Oh, you did have the Browns as one of your plays. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, we'll get to that <clears throat> momentarily. The Browns get it done against the Jets, and they get it done in a big way. Uh, first, though, I just wanted to mention the uh, the Pistons, just because this has nothing to do with sports betting, but I love historical things in sports. The Pistons lose their 28th in a row. This ties the longest record in any sport, North American Big Four sports. Um, they do so after leading the Celtics by 21, by 19 at the half, and they cut out an overtime with the Celtics then at the end and still end up losing 128 to 122. They did cover. They were 17-point dogs in this. They were 8-1 to one on the money line, almost got home, could not get home. Do you find yourself 
rooting for them or did you find yourself rooting against them at the end? Gil, we were, we were talked about this a little bit pre-show. I have I, it's like I'm a little kid again. Now now that now that I have separated all my betting from the Pistons altogether like either yeah, I had on zero or dollars against them. Yeah. yeah. Either on or against them. I haven't been, that's been a few games now. I'm I'm done with that. I was, I went in on the Jazz game. What was that last week when the Jazz after, were missing four players? Exactly. Yeah. After that it's okay Pistons, I got to see you win here before I can believe in you again and it was uh but now it's like that childlike enthusiasm out of me where I'm just like, I was sitting there rooting so hard for the Pistons in the fourth quarter last night, just screaming at my TV. Like, come on. Like, and of course it's the Celtics, a 17 point favorite. Like this is the team. that's going the kind of team that's going to fall flat and just sleepwalk through one of these games uh, against the Pistons. I, I think I'm an awful human being. I was rooting for them to set the record <laughs> and then I'll root for them. <laughs> so it's funny as the, the, the mindset, the childlike enthusiasm ended right as, uh, as, overtime started because then the sicko betting brain kicks in where I'm like it'd also be really cool if the Celtics covered the 17 the points 17 in, in, in overtime because <laughs> <you imagine that? laughs> we always talk about overtime being where dogs go to die right <laughs> it's, it's 28 in a row uh, they play the Raptors they're at home which would be the record of all records if they got to 29 right now they tie the uh, the Sixers from 2014, 20 was it 2014, 2015, and 2015, 2016 I believe which spanned two seasons of 28 losses in a row and I was just saying, we were just talking off air. I'm saying, my brain toggled last night to, all right, 28. I know it's still a long way from this, but if they lost 41 in a row, let me just throw that out. It's no longer a losing streak. It's a half a season of basketball. <laughs> just want to spoil context. So anyway, that oh, happened man. last night. I was watching college football bowl games with uh, Wishnev uh, yesterday, betting all of them. Yeah. How'd it go? How'd the betting go? Uh, another winning day in college football bowls. Another winning day. But I will concede that the ease with which I was winning the first run of days, like you can feel the wall sort of closing in, like the, the, the bets are sweatier. They're more coin flippy. And some of these games are now. And I thought that would happen, by the way, as the as the competition level rose. Mm, yeah. Um, you know, because some of the uh, the lesser teams are, are now in the rear view. But the, yeah, like the teams that might care more. Yeah, right, well, like, but I don't even know stuff. if it's that. Like, air, there are so many of these games where it's like three games in one. You know, where a team comes out and they dominate, then they get dominated, then they dominate again at the end. That Arizona-Oklahoma game was the greatest example of this last night, where Arizona came out, popped Oklahoma in the mouth. Then Oklahoma dominated for most of this game, it felt like. Until Arizona scored 25 unanswered at the end, based on a pick six, another setup on a pick. I think there was something else that happened, a fumble in there. And uh, it was just one of those where I had Arizona in an in-game bet. Todd correctly got off his Arizona bet yeah. to bet Oklahoma, and I thought he did the right thing, and he still lost. <laughs> oh, man. And then I found out I was on Stevie Fezzik Luckbox's side, so if I had known that the whole time, I would have... Fezzik, who's the smartest dude in the world and also the luckiest guy in the world. It's incredible. <laughs> what was the uh, what was the game... Uh, was it... Uh, no, not the Rutgers. SMU Boston College, right? If you, yeah. Anybody looking for 24-hour uh, late sweats of the first half unders and unders in that game, Oh yeah. check out the Mega Pod from yesterday. That's right. Uh, Will had a first half bet he lost. Todd had a third quarter he won, and then I had the full game, which I barely won as well. That, that reminded uh, me of the primetime action days. It was like, Will was like, don't even talk to me until this half uh, it yeah. comes, to, it comes to an end. Uh, speaking of primetime action, we will have Matt Brown here momentarily. Uh, speaking of the NFL, he will talk NFL. New, uh, the New York Jets and the Cleveland Browns last night. Congratulations to anybody who had Browns yes to make the playoffs. Uh, all they had to do was win last night, and that, which uh, everyone anticipated, would get 
done did get done. They beat the Jets uh, in a game that was really one half of football, and then they just kind of slept while they just kind of slept through the second half. And by the way, when I say he slept through, uh, literally in the case of Joe Flacco, who there was a shot of him falling asleep on the bench in the second half. At thirty-seven to twenty, the Browns win it. It was see that. oh yeah, it was thirty-four <laughs> to seventeen at halftime. The Browns scored five touchdowns. One Riley Patterson missed a point after touchdown. Is why it was thirty-four. But they scored five touchdowns. Flacco threw in the first half for two ninety-six. He ended up with three oh nine. Najoku was one twenty-eight of those two ninety-six in the first half. He ended up with one thirty-four receiving. The Browns had 367 total yards in the first half. They ended up with 428. And the 34 points that they scored in the first half is the second most in the first half in Browns franchise history. And Joe Flacco's comeback player of the year candidacy is real and may actually get there. Let's put it this way. DeMar Hamlin is now the shortest favorite of any favorite in any NFL awards market at minus 150. At DraftKings, Flacco is even money now. Minus 150 on Hamlin. That's even shorter than Lamar Jackson for MVP, who I believe is like minus 195. So, Kelly, if you ask me right now, I, I have a feeling Flacco's winning this. I have a I have a bigger yeah, que- I have know. a bigger question for you again, which drifts into sports talk radio yeah. beyond the betting. Yeah. So I say to Todd last night as we're watching college football, I says, Todd, do you ever have somebody in your life who said I says? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who used to take me to Skins games as a kid, he was like, "Yo, I says, I says to him before this. <laughs> it's it's kind of like Foghorn Leghornish." Um, but I says to Todd, I say to him, I go, "Let me ask you a question. If Flacco, the, now the Browns have clinched the playoff berth, they're still mathematically alive to win their division and get the number one seed. Although all it takes is one Baltimore victory for that to go by the wayside. But they're entrenched in the number five seed in the AFC playoff picture." If Joe Flacco and the Browns went on to win the Super Bowl, is Joe Flacco a Hall of Famer? And, uh, I, and I say this by saying that five weeks ago, well, let's call it six weeks ago, five, six weeks ago, he didn't have a job. But if they were to win the Super Bowl, just play it out, Sports Talk Radio, is he a, is he a Hall of Famer? Probably. I couldn't even finish the sentence, and Todd's like, yeah, he has to yeah, be. I mean, like, I, Yeah. Yeah, because he will because he will have won a second Super Bowl. Right, he's got two Super Bowls then. And if you believe that both Big Ben and Eli Manning will get into the Hall of Fame, they're not they're not yet eligible yet. But if you believe that both of those two guys will get in the Hall of Fame, winning two Super Bowls, you can't win two Super Bowls and not get in. One would assume because that hasn't happened. Yeah, yeah before. I, I think it would be impossible. I mean, I think Russell Wilson's making it. Go ahead and well, Russell Wilson's stats are better than Joe Flacco's. Right. They played the exact, by the way, I checked this out. Oh, really? They've played like the just Russell Wilson <laughs> and Joe Flacco. Yeah, no, I checked it with like uh, with Wilson. I checked it with Manning. Russell Wilson and Joe Flacco have played the exact same number of NFL games. The exact same number. They've thrown for almost the exact same number of yards. But Wilson destroys him on touchdown and interception ratio. Okay. And Russell Wilson, of course, has won one, just like Flacco's won one. one. Yeah. And by I, the way, Flacco I think Russ was, is in, but if Flacco wins a second Super Bowl, like, Fla- yeah. Flacco was the MVP of the one that they won 10 years ago right. against the Niners, which par- he parlayed into that massive contract. But just, <laughs> but just think about how amazing this story is. And this is why. What would it have taken for DeMar Hamlin not to win Comeback Player of the Year? This kind of thing. 
a guy who's, who's about to be 39, by the way. We say he's 38. He's really on the cusp of being 39. And from the street to talking about will he make the Hall of Fame if this happened. Now, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but just the fact that you have to have this conversation now. I don't know if you have to have it, but yeah. I just brought it up. I don't know how I feel about this. I really don't have it. You, you heard me bring it up earlier in the week. Don't get me wrong. Do, did I get more of the, okay, we're on national tele, I mean national tele, you're on a national streaming service, <laughs> worldwide streaming, streaming service. service. For those who want to brave it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and it was seen by everybody in a, in a game where you clinch a playoff spot for the Cleveland Browns. Like, it's an incredible story. It's five weeks of the NFL season, though. And That's I'm, all it is. And I'm compa- this is why I hate this market. Right? We bring this up every time. You got to compare certain situations to certain situations. Baker Mayfield's been doing this all season long <laughs> down in Tampa Bay. <laughs> poor, poor dude. And we don't care about him for some reason. I'm glad you brought up five weeks, right? Because if, if, it's, if five weeks is good enough for Joe Flacco to win comeback player of the year, five weeks is also good enough, in my opinion, for C.J. Stroud to lose Offensive Rookie of the Year. So okay. he had a bad game. He missed two. If he has two bad games at the end, yeah, you need a couple. he, he can also lose that, in my opinion. I mean, this is, real quick, you brought it up, but this just the awards updates after last night. We saw yesterday heavy betting into the Defensive Player of the Year market even before the game started. Miles Garrett moved to the favorite at DraftKings yep. before that game kicked off last over, night. Over $2 now. But now he is minus 235. Uh, as you brought up a comeback, we've got Demar Hamlin minus 150, Joe Flacco even money, and the coach of the year, Kevin Stefanski minus 275. Yeah, a little Browns bump yesterday yep. all across the board. Coming back with Matt Brown next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. 
Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Looking a bit smarter that VSIN has the perfect holiday gift for you. Sign up on our holiday special today. Get VSIN Pro access to everything we do from now through May 1st for only $79. Sign up today. Get unlimited access to daily best bets, exclusive betting splits, premium analysis, 24 7 video, plus all our betting guides and best bets for all college bowl games, the Super Bowl, and March Madness. Don't miss out on this limited time holiday offer. Visit slash subscribe to sign up on our holiday special now. That's VSIN dot com slash subscribe skill alexander uh we get tweets at beating the book a lot of feedback kelly on the uh megapod yesterday um folks really got into the nugenic story <laughs> and you're so glad and i found that creepy commercial i have never well this is good inside if people haven't seen the by the way if you if you want to know what we're talking about here the megapod beating the book megapod is what we just randomly talking about different things i've never seen that commercial you talked about in my life See, like you have but it's one you just haven't noticed i'm telling you i haven't because if i had i would be cr- i would be creeped out by <laughs> was it. i wrong about anything no, though no like it, it would it, never be made today it, it is the it, for for people that might remember it's a, what is an aig commercial and yeah. it's like an insurance commercial and this it's it's just a guy reading this fairy tale to what you think is his daughter in in bed but they never make it clear that it's her father and then he leaves a business card and you're like why is this dude in this little girl's room it's weird jdl underscore eight never again lifting chest press while listening to the megapod the nugenics bit almost caused me <laughs> to drop the weights when kelly got to the insurance commercial actor <laughs> so like this, and this, Gil, it's the only time in my life that i've picked up on a a actor in a commercial and put him in another in one another because one. he's in the the nugenics one when they're at the driving range because there are multiple Nugenics commercials. We have to make Barely. that clear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just remember. There's like five of them. She'll like it, too. <laughs> Nick Kendhammer. I completely agree with your take on Justin Fields as Bears fans listening to the complaining back home. As a Bear fan listening to the complaining back home. Like Caleb Williams has the same scouting report coming out as Fields. Holds ball a little too long. Looking for big plays. Not a ton of improvement, but options are not better. He also adds he thinks the Bears are going to move on from Justin Fields, which I think will be a big mistake myself. Um, and then this one from, let me get this one more. Oh, this is a, this is a Tom F talking about the Pistons while the bowl games were going on yesterday. He goes, ESPN was giving so, uh, score updates throughout the bowl game at halftime. Sight unseen. I took Boston plus 140 nice. money line. Probably not great value for a 19 point deficit. The, in uh, retrospect. I was, was going to say they had yeah. been down close to like the uh, close to their maximum because we were I was texting with someone laughing. At, they were down 17 in the, in the second quarter. I went to check it and it was minus 110 each way. And finally. <laughs> a text from Michael Montesano, who won the booby prize the first year at Circa. He said, to you, he takes umbrage with your Baker Mayfield take. He said, Baker had a full preseason to get ready. Flacco was eating popcorn on his couch when he got the call. He also had 300 yards without Cooper last night. Okay. No Chubb, no Cooper last night. Well, no Chubb and no Deshaun well, I mean, for the season. Mayfield's just overwhelmed with, we- with weapons down there who, in Tampa. La- last thing before we get to Matt, who's more deserving of their award? Flacco for comeback player of the year or Stefanski for coach of the year, given Deshaun two other quarterbacks. Stefanski. Chubb. Without a doubt. Tackles. That's the way I read into that more is that yeah. this coach is so good he's gotten this done with, all, with four quarterbacks. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, he is the former host of the greatest show that was ever canceled, Prime Primetime. He joins us now after uh, dealing with the valet downstairs. It's Matt Brown, everybody. How you doing? 
I am well. I am well. I'm very sick to my stomach over this whole Flacco stuff, though. I will. I will admit, like from the comeback player of the year deal. I'm. I'm just. I'm so over it. You're right. I, I got died on the field. I mean, I, I mean, just like. I, 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 I mean, a guy died on the field. This other guy came back from what being irrelevant, like from being th- like like not thought of. I mean, that's all it was. It's like he just he just came back from 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 what. I mean, it's just there's. I understand it's incredible. Like, the range of what this could possibly be and what it is is massive. I get all that. Like yeah. I, I understand that for sure. But man, you're speaking my language. I screamed at Kelly last summer. I'm like, he almost died on the field. If he steps on the field, he's the comeback player of the year. Well, and the only reason I bring up Baker's if we're comparing it to Joe Flacco, right? We want to go Demar yeah, Hamlin. You want to get Demar exactly. It's a different it's just category. Things that we can actually compare. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I and look, we're we're just talking about the market, and so this is just people reacting. I get it, and they're they're betting, and we we still don't know how people are gonna. Be, uh, vote on vote, this. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but it's just, it's like, oh, he came back from what? I mean, he just, he didn't have a team. That's all it was. He just didn't have a team. Do you think the Brownies are live to win a, a playoff game or multiple playoff oh, games? Yeah, for you sure. Do. You for do. sure. For sure. If they started right now, I'm doing this off the top of my head. If they started right now, they would go to the AFC South winner in the opening playoff game, which could be Jacksonville, might not be Jacksonville. Yeah, it's it's pretty great. And, and just moving forward, I can only assume that they're going to adjust. But like the last three weeks have been the easiest prop money ever in the history of the world, betting Flacco over passing yards. And like they they said it last two thirty last night, like he had two ninety six at halftime. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's just it's they can't run the ball, so they just throw it every single time. Like he's 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 had the first four starts he had at least 42 attempts in every single one of those games he didn't have to last night because obviously they got up so big but it's just again it's it's if they open this thing again in the 240 ish range it, you just have to play over you just have to blindly play over you think you think they'll adjust it finally appropriately I mean, i'm i thought they would do it this week but i guess the, see here's the deal it's algorithms right and so like it's they plug in oh jets defense and then they plug yeah. in whatever and then so then it spits out yeah. 230 and a not, total and not uh, not looking at how this offense has completely changed since flacco came in there where they just don't even try to run the ball they just have him throw it 40 plus times a game because he's actually slinging it all over the field pretty well you know and so again we'll see i mean may, maybe finally they'll do some manual adjustments because yeah. it was 230 and a half gil we, we i know we, uh, we always talk about that when the nba playoff seating are, are about to be determined, and we probably overrate how much teams care about it. Maybe we do, maybe we don't. The Browns have got to feel great about being entrenched in the five hole, even oh, if they yeah. don't. Oh, I mean, yeah. Obviously, they'd want to win their division and get the number one seed, and those are technically alive. But really, realistically, being the five seed and having to go to Jacksonville or to Houston or to Indianapolis, however that shakes out, is a great spot to be in. So they'll want to play. If, if the Bills win and they're one football game behind, the Browns will want to win that final game of the season, assuming that uh, I'm not misreading the uh, the tiebreakers on that. Um, all right. Week 17 in the National Football yes. League, which precedes the squirreliest week of them all. Week 18. Someone's winning the jackpot. Yeah, right so there. good for them. Hey, it happens. It good happens. Them. Winners all around. Oh, it was a Sigma Sigma Derby win, was it? Is that what the was? I don't know. Well, that was good, coins. good stuff right there. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday, yesterday we had uh, we had them uh, changing, taking all the change out of the machine, and uh, you know, you know, <laughs> adding fun. it all up. So yeah, that looking was, around, that was see if anyone was going <laughs> to get to them. Uh, that's what, awesome. What do you like best? What's your number one this week? Yeah, I I really really like. Uh, it's just it's a prop but i mean it's it's still one of my favorite plays that we get still available like 
So DJ Chark is sitting at 23 and a half rush slash receiving yard. And this is one of those deals, Kelly, where it's the yep. the, the rush slash receiving is the exact same as the receiving. Yeah, the, the, so, the minus, pay minus 110 instead of minus 145 yeah. or whatever you might have been looking at. Yeah, so <laughs> you can get and, and look, I get it. It doesn't always work out. Sometimes they do these end rounds and they get stopped for like seven yards behind the line of scrimmage. So it's not always the best way to go about stuff. But it's I'm going to play the percentages here that he can at least if they do, if they, if they even do it. Right. I mean, we don't have any idea what whether they're going to yeah. run some sort of weird end around or some sort of you know inside handoff thing to him, but if so, I'm going to thinking at least one or two yards and it just comes you know just counts towards our total. But if you look at the Panthers over the last month, and this is when you know I also have the the Panthers plus seven in this game, but if you look at the Panthers over the last month, this is more of an eye test thing. But I think you guys might have seen it as well. Like it took a whole lot longer than we thought, but it looks like Bryce Young is slowly figuring things out a little bit more. And the confidence level is a little bit higher as well. You look last week and his average, his, his average um, yards per attempt was 8.7 yards, which by, like by far his highest, you know, that he's had of the season. You saw the, the offensive output that they had last week as well with everything. And so Chark, I don't know if this was just game planned last week, in this game or if it was just hey maybe we need to try to figure out if this is going to work with this dude or not but he got eight targets from Bryce Young he's running routes the last three games 81% of the dropbacks as it is anyway so he's always out there he's running a route on every single dropback and then sneakily this Jags defense is one of those pass funnel defenses in the NFL where they defend the run very very well and then give up nearly 260 passing yards per game and so if we go by the spread which is six and a half or seven in favor of the Jags, and you think that they're going to be down, the Panthers I'm talking about, then we get a little bit more of a pass rate over expectation with Bryce Young, who's now been a little more prone to throw the ball down the field and seems like he's getting a little bit more confidence against one of the worst pass defenses in the league over the last several weeks. I mean, if you go back to week 10, the Jags defense is 27th in EPA per play allowed. They're 29th in success rate allowed. They're 25th in drop back EPA per allowed. Like, it's, it's just a... They've been awful. Yeah, it's just a defense that has fallen off a cliff, right? And so if we look at all of those things kind of put together, I think we we see a, a total as low as 23 and a half on DJ Chark. And to me, I have him more in the like mid 40s. And I understand that's a little bit aggressive, but I I switched to how I think one, the offense is going to run to the game state. And then also just Bryce Young throwing the ball a little bit further down the field and the routes in the route tree that DJ Chark t- tends to run. You know, I mean, we can get the 23 and a half really on one on one catch with the type of routes that that he runs and all of that but kind of leads me into the whole Panthers plus seven as well just it's 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 a dual handicap on not only game but also just that that prop you have Jags uh division like Kelly Uh, I I do but I I took a little bit of Colts too that's not gonna happen either Uh, by by the way one clarification if the Ravens do win this week that means the the Browns cannot win the division or get the number one seed the Browns will have nothing to play for next week because they'll be locked into number five no matter what coming back more Matt Brown next a numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. All right, we got to take a break. Talk about Zid Nicotine Pouches. We're always debating what a team needs to do to get to number one, but Zid Nicotine Pouches are already there. It's helped millions of people achieve lasting change, earning the title of America's number one nicotine pouch. Find your Zid at your local convenience store or online at Zin.com. That's ZYN.com. Warning this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. We get tweets at Beating the Book. This is from Nash, last name Nash. Now would be a perfect time to pull Jason from his uh, cloud of smoke and hear his opinion on what is considered for uh, 
comeback player of the year, death, cancer, getting off the couch. The people need clarification. We will get him from under a cloud of smoke a little later on. We will. Kevin Ryan, Gill in the first half of the Jets game last night. The Jets failed to convert a fourth down in the red zone. No penalty was called, however. After the replay, they called 12 men on the field for the Brown, what, uh, Browns. What gives? I saw that. Uh, dude was like right about to be on the sideline, but he was yeah. still on the field, and they called that. Um, I, I don't know if that was the was that the circumstance that they didn't throw the flag for at first. I don't know, I but it was appropriately called. I saw it. Yeah. I saw it on mute because I was watching the Pistons at that time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't have the. So I, I didn't really get it either, but I saw the first down. Uh, I think it was, it's like you can't review any subjective calls or something but, like that. But but like if something's just cut and dry when you see it in replay, then then, then you can. It, yeah, yeah. If that were the case, though, they should be able to do the play clock, which they can't. Yes, which yeah. is rid- with the yeah. most objective but, of all of them. But but but, but weirdly, is subjective. Yeah. It's like they'll give you that yeah. like, oh, oh right. you get three quarters uh, of a you know, that's right. second. Uh, There's a grace period. Uh, they have to look uh, down at the clock, see zero, look at the other clock, right. see zero, so look funny. that the ball hasn't been snapped, then blow the whistle. Uh, James Spivey, if Flacco leads the Browns to the Super Bowl victory, he would be the first quarterback to win with current and former Browns organizations. Yes, that would be true. Uh, Clone Bone, DeMar called a timeout a week or two ago on special teams. That should be enough to win comeback player of the year, right? LOL. He was on the field a few weeks ago, yep. Blue Hen Bill. Didn't record uh, another tackle. So can one team win the coach comeback and defensive player of the year? LOL. By the way, thanks for the uh, SMU tip yesterday. Bought it blind after hearing you while driving. Didn't know what a sweat it was till hearing the Megapod. Oh, uh, you're, you're nice to say thank you, but that was a complete sweat. Uh, we were very fortunate to get home on the under yesterday on that game. He's not referring to SMU, obviously, got uh, crushed as a uh, or got beat as a big uh, favorite. Good friend, Shillionaire. Love the Megapod yesterday. Todd setting the fire alarm uh, off with his uncanny belching powers was priceless. Also, Kelly, can I get a Doppler reading for the Vikings-Packers game? I'm leaning Green Bay, but the weather situation will help with my bet. And John Fitzgibbons. Uh, Megapod was a blast. As always, Todd in person. A live sweat on a bowl game that was already done. Alarms. Scud missile talk. And the NFL. Was it Meshuggah? Was it Fakakta? Maybe both. I couldn't stop laughing. There's more. But we have Matt Brown here, ladies and gentlemen, to give his uh, NFL thoughts on week 17 in the National Football League. Uh, what is next? What do you like besides your Panthers play and your Chark play. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I like the Bucks this week. I mean, it, it, once, me it got, once it got under the three, it seemed to me like maybe a little bit of a, an overreaction on, on the Saints and just like the Saints overall. I think there's another one of these teams where we have this, we kind of almost have this perception of what the team is and what they are. And you see, oh, it's Carr and it's, he's got Olave and he's got Kamara and all stuff. Like, no, they just have not been good all season long. The offense has been horrible in the red zone. I mean, there has been no team that cannot put the ball in the end zone as poorly as the Saints. And you start to look at, at the season long trends and it's, it's like Baker Mayfield has been a top 12 quarterback in this all year long at a perfect passer rating yeah. a couple weeks ago. Like all year long. He's yeah. been a top 12 quarterback in the league all year long. And my biggest knock on this Bucks team. And when we were doing the season preview for this division, it was like, I honestly think any one of these, any one of the four teams can win. The only reason I don't think it's the Bucks is because they're a little older and you know, teams that are a little older tend to break down towards the end of the season. Well, it hasn't happened. And, and so when you look since week 10, this defense has actually gotten better over the course of the season where I thought it was going to get way worse as these older guys on the defensive side of the ball got you know injured and beat up over the course of the year. But if you look, we go back to, let's just start at like week 10, right? So we have a very nice, healthy sample size of when teams not only have their identity, but have also been able to kind of deal with the rigors of, of the, the season and whatnot. The offense for the Bucks is better. The defense for the Bucks is better. 
The offense for the Bucks is better than the Saints for sure. The defense for the Bucks is better than the Saints for sure as well. If I just go strictly by my power ratings as well, this would be a play at two on the Bucks than it would be on the Saints. I'm much lower on the Saints, I think, than maybe the rest of the market. But when you have a team that struggles so, so mightily in the red zone, when you have a quarterback that is just prone to making we cannot predict interceptions, but all we can do is put ourselves in, in inside the handicap. We can at least have this little mini handicap inside the handicap of like, well, this guy at least puts it in danger more, right? Mm-hmm. And he, he's at least making these more bonehead plays, these turnover-worthy plays. And for whatever reason, Carr, who was known as Check Down Charlie whenever he was here, still checks it down a ton, but then he oddly will throw into these horrible windows like a few different times a game, and it's like caught up with him multiple times here with the Saints. You go in, dude, like since week 10, this is a top 10 offense for the Bucks, like a top 10 offense in the NFL overall. The defense is a top top 12 defense overall in the NFL. And so I guess I can get why people were taking the full field goal with the Saints. And I can, you know, obviously the handicap is much different at a two than it is at a three. Right. I mean, we are, we're having a different conversation, but. Once it got under the three, I wasn't planning on playing this game. I thought it was just going to stick at three. This seemed like the most sticky game of the week to me. And then when all that Saints love came in and got pushed this thing down, I'm going with the better offense, the better defense, and the team that's been playing better and the defense that has been playing better over the course of the season as well. And, and I think they have more playmakers too. I I liked this game the best on uh, the best on guessing lines. I guessed four. Uh, it was three. I was surprised by that and then it went against me even more two and a half so i like it even that much more uh nfc equivalent of what we were talking about in the afc where cleveland is uh locked in if 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 the browns excuse me if the ravens again uh win this week and then the browns won't have a shot at uh the division technically it's mathematically alive currently but they'll be locked into the number five spot they will travel to the winner of the afc south whether that's jacksonville uh, Houston or Indianapolis, the NFC equivalent is if Tampa Bay wins this game, they will be that much closer to an NFC South title. They will be the fourth best division winner. Dallas locked in, assuming they don't yeah. win the NFC East, would be the fifth seed. What is the line? I'll ask you to guess a line. Cowboys at Tampa Bay, wild card week. I, th- I, I honestly think they open it like three. Cowboys minus yeah. three. Because it is this this road Cowboys yeah. outside thing all some of that is 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 real. That's like, why I ask? It's yeah. real. There was a bet, and I was going to try to recommend it. Like when we came in a couple of weeks ago about Cowboys losing in the in the first round of the playoffs, but like it was baked it was baked into the the numbers like unbettable. It was so low because I think people really get like this team is much much better at home, much much better in a dome, much much better on the fast track, and you go outdoors <laughs> on the road into what could or could not be. I mean, you know. Whatever's Florida, the weather could be weird. Yeah. We have we have no idea what, what what it would be like in the playoffs and stuff. So like, it was already baked into the number. It was completely unbettable. It was almost laughable how low it was. If the Cowboys lost and had their season end in a wild card round weekend game at Tampa Bay, where would that rank in the history, in the annals of Jerry Jones disappointments? That would have to be number one, wouldn't it? He would be on up there, but he would come out and he would tell you he's sticking by his guys and everything's, yeah, he's sticking by his guys and everything's everything's good to go and Dax is quarterback and The thing is, it's the Cowboys. I can't can't just like snap answer. It's number one. I'd have to go back and compare so many. while, While we're talking about this, so, and you guys might have hit on it in the first segment whenever I was rushing in here, but what what happened yesterday that 
blew this number down to four, four and a half, like on, on the line, like just lines money. Because I looked, there, there was, I didn't see any, no, no injury news. There was no whatever. I, I mean, I guess maybe some service must have done a release or yeah, something or whatever. Because yeah, yeah. like, I mean, you're sitting six all week long, and then not just a move off the six. And I understand it's not, not all that significant to move from from six to four and a half. But I mean, we see a full point and a half move. It hit four at a couple of spots for a second, and including Circa. It down hit the four. Street. Got yeah. all the way down to four. Yeah, wow. it's Circa for a little bit. I mean, not long. And then there, there was the buyback there. At, at the flat four, but I mean, we're talking two whole points coming in like after it just sat all week long was just talking Cowboys just, lines yeah. for those who don't know. Yeah, it was, yeah. was just odd to me. Yeah, this, this was a game. I know me and I will hit on it later. This was a game I had circled to kind of bet the Cowboys side this week, but that number open, you know, open like at six, like that was. I thought that was, it was more, way more than I was expecting, so I kind of stayed away. But now, it, now that it came back down a little bit, I got a little bit more interest in it under the six. Uh, but I was surprised that it had moved that much as well. So it started yesterday. The only, the only thing I was looking at in that game is is the secondary for the Lions just gives up chunk plays like a ton, and and you would expect the Cowboys to just throw a massive yeah. amount in this game. Dowdle's already ruled out. Pollard has been vastly ineffective over the course of the season. Like I think any and all CD lamb props are like on the table for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I, I think he has a, a big one in that one. That's really the only look. I just didn't know what, what y'all thought about this game. It's like it's six. It's, it was at least mildly intriguing to me on the lions, but then people just came in and gobbled that thing up. Like it's, it was, a, it's a contest pick for me. Yeah. It's going to be a contest pick for me on the Cowboys. And I also have a bet on it, but they're, there are multiple games this week, which I loved, and then three, three of them, they all went against me. I, I liked the Ravens at four against the Dolphins. Clearly, I like them better yeah. at three. The Bucks at uh, Bucks three-point favorites I loved. Clearly, I like them better yeah. at two and a half. And the Cowboys, I liked at five and a half. <laughs> Clearly, I should have gotten it at four, which I, I did just, not. I was just sitting there. In the, that the was screen, quick, though, yesterday. I was yeah. just sitting there, and the screen starts like lighting up like a Christmas tree. And I'm like, I'm going to the Twitter. I'm like, what did I do? Like, who, got, who got ruled out? Like, what happened? Did Goff, like, break his thumb or something or whatever? And they're like, no, no, no reason. Just what, Was it a Raz release? I wonder if it I, was. I, there was I, I heard there was a service release on that side. Okay. Right. I don't know who it was. Checking Dr. Bob. See if you <laughs> uh, we'll come back. Matt has a couple more plays to tell us about. Weeks. 17 in the National Football League, a football Friday on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. 
The Walker Hayes for JCPenney Collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. This week, new customers can bet $5 in pocket, $150 in bonus bets instantly, and they'll get the NBA League Pass for the rest of the season. Download the app and use the promo code VSIN when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. <laughs> you did the point when the crown is yours. yours. <laughs> do you, do you do by the way, <laughs> man, man, Matt Brown, by the way, this is just shame on me. Uh, the All Angles podcast, which he does three times a week. Um, you're going to after the football season, what happens with all angles? Do you then go just wait till the next? Football no more season? angles. No more angles. <laughs> there are no more angles to be no had. No more angles. Then it turns into the no angles, no podcast, angles podcast, <laughs> which is really short. I just get on there and just talk about what might happen next year. Like, you know, I got no angles. Uh, and then, of course, uh, he does the handle with Mike Samich each and every uh, each and every Saturday and Sunday evening. And there's at a, 7 p.m. Eastern. There's golf. a golf podcast. Oh, boy, it's, it's oh. coming. And then it's called Long Shots. <laughs> It's coming. It's called Long Shots. Tennis started yesterday for the first time. Yeah. Back. So, yeah, golf. It's called Long Shots. Uh, that's, uh, you guys have been doing some form of that throughout, though, right? Uh, we took the past, just not what, th- four weeks off, something oh, okay. like that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Wes, Wes yeah. and I took the past four weeks off. All three of us will be back next week, I think. You Wes, think? Wes replied to an email. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. But uh yeah, yeah, we'll all be back next week for sure. Let me just read Century it. Tournament of Champions. I already know the first bet I'm putting in, Matt oh, Brown. Looks, look would you him. like to share now or would you like to tease it to listen to it's called long no, shots? I don't I don't really care. If oh, any, if anybody right. tracked this last year, I might have had uh one of the worst bet uh worst bad beat uh in golf I had in a while with Call Morikawa. So I am not gonna stand by in week one of the golf season to watch Call Morikawa roll out there and win that win that tournament without a bet on him. Man, how many times a week do you guys do tw- two a week on long shots, right? Just yes. one. Just one? Didn't you used to just do one. two? <laughs> we did. The, the other one was just like a little, recap. like, yeah, yeah, it was just like, yeah, it, the recap one. I don't know, man. I feel like you're, you, when they're doing one in the offseason, you're like, no, I'm not doing it. And then when they do two, you're like, no, we do one. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, we were doing these, like, we were doing these, like, Monday. What's your angle? We're doing these, like, Monday recaps, and it's kind of like, we go on and just tell everyone, why their bets didn't win essentially oh. because like one person wins a golf tournament so you're like you're just sitting there you're just kind of like oh this is like oh yeah well, you didn't win all your outrights I'm like I don't think they need to be reminded but I mean that's just I me. so cannot, it might just be Tuesdays cannot wait yeah. for the no angles podcast <laughs> I'm totally listening to that uh, real just a few tweets here before we get to Matt's final picks Mr. Masterline I think Hamlin actually would have to play to get the award what about uh, if he gets it for comeback player of the year next year we've had a couple people say that what yeah. about next year yeah. um, but I mean I don't know. But it feels like he met my criteria. Yeah, met so mine. It's check the box. And 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 Bland has not met your criteria. He has not met for my defensive player right, of the year. That's right. Has if not. Deron Bland has a pick six this week, is he your defensive player of the year immediately? Yeah, yeah he, he is. is. Wow, he is. 
uh, Christian Ritter regarding comeback player of the year. It's all anybody wants to talk about. Why doesn't the NFL make it two separate awards, injury-related, injury-related, which would be Hamlin, and performance-based only from not being good or irrelevant to being good and contributing to a team's success, which would be Flacco and Mayfield? Yeah, that would make too much sense, Christian. Yeah, too much sense. Yeah. Scott Weston, I'm eating dinner, listening to the Megapod with one earbud in. My wife... Uh, taking an exam, also in the kitchen, looks at me and says, what's so funny? How do you explain a fire alarm going off because Todd's burps are so stinky? <laughs> I just said you wouldn't understand, LOL. Well, the only scary part about that yesterday was that when we heard two different kinds of alarms. Oh, yeah. Two like, different kinds. You're like, what is, that? what is that, like an anthrax alarm or something? We yeah. should maybe be a little bit more concerned about that Yeah, we that have two one. different kinds of alarms we learned at the D, one of which apparently is less alarmy than the other. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. And finally, Judd O'Connor. Dubs are unbettable in their current state. Dynasty is dead. Hey, first of all, Judd, there will be no such talk here on this show. I lost money on that game last but, night. But Sorry, Judd. But you're right. It's, it's not going to happen again. Anyway, it was a great run. They've been, hey, they've been getting better. Yeah. They've been getting better. Hey, I haven't bet on them in forever. JVT. I don't know if I bet on them all season. JVT likes them in certain situations. Yeah. He was they, they, they've been getting, I mean, Clay's been shooting better. That was not a great game last night, but Clay's been uh, playing better. Wiggins has got to get back to when Wiggins is peak Wiggins, that's when that team really, really hums. I don't think it's brought up enough. I don't think it's been brought up enough in the past of that guy being just a, a when he's a quality two-way player for them, both offensively and defensively, makes all the difference. He was a key cock to the last yeah. championship, yeah. for sure. Are you betting NBA these days? You using the same hair product these days <laughs> as you've been using, or you switched it up? Yeah, bro. It is? No, same thing. Just a little longer, though. I got, I got haircuts scheduled for, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. for today. I was just, as you were as you were giving your little rant, I was looking. I was like, I didn't know. I didn't, all right, all right, same stuff. All right, Problem is the headphones sort of dense it. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it is. Maybe just, yeah. That's what and it is. You're, a little, yeah, you're maybe just a little fluffier on the sides than normal. And I just, yeah, it's so due for a cut. That, that, that threw me off. Yeah, right, due for yeah, a cut. All right, threw and me off. And Gil's right. It, it spikes through the headset, and then, and then it, it's laughable afterward because the back half of my head just gets... Oh. Matted down. Kelly shows up for his bumble date, and he's got like this matted down <laughs> spot on the top of his <laughs> on the top of his head, and like and like that's he leaves it on purpose so that she asks about it, so he can talk about yeah, you know I'm on air, I just you know I'm, I'm on, it's a great pickup line, right? She's like looking at him all weird, and his bumble date's like, why does this guy have the these two two like massive dents in the top of his head? And so it's just he leaves it just so he can say yeah, you know I'm, I, I mean I'm on air, I do this little show, you know, and no big deal, it's a headset thing. Maybe you know? that's maybe that's a better idea, Gil, than me having to take like three. Three showers a day, just so my hair's not weird all the time. There three, you you're up to three now. Uh, you, you know, you throw a workout in there. Okay. Well, you might have to do three. Are you working out? You now? might have to do three. Of course, I'm working out. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, lose some, lose some How much have you here. lost? Ten pounds. Ten in pounds. How, in how long? Month. Dude, you're gonna you're gonna look fantastic. Trying. All right, trying. Um, Matt, you have two more plays. Yes. Yes. Let's, well, first of all, one of them was a teaser, which you did yeah. have a Browns leg. I did yeah. too yesterday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I took the Packers up to eight. And, and and look, this is mainly this is mainly a numbers play in which you're able to to push this thing up through all the way to the eight. There's two still widely available out there, so don't tweet me with these bringing stale numbers to the show stuff. You can still do it. <laughs> You can still bring it you, up there. You take a lot of incoming on and, that, uh, don't you? Yeah, oh, yeah, but how am I supposed to tease the Browns now, Matt? R Come on. Ridiculous. <laughs> That's right. I that know. game's over. Yeah. There's other legs <laughs> if you want to go that direction. Honestly, the move the, the move to Hall was like, I, I wouldn't plan on betting this one either until last night. And then it was just, you know, the, the move to Hall. Of, what, about, what about that move? Yeah, I, I mean, just it's – I don't know if it's a – <laughs> he, he's painted himself into a corner. He can't play that's, Dobbs anymore. That's the thing. It's yeah. like it, he it, can't do it. He wants to, but he can't. It's it's the it's one of the things where I think O'Connell's looking at it like kind of like okay, look, 
this season's donezo. So it's like, let me throw this rookie in here as we lose these last couple of games. And then it just kind of, it's the, oh man, I had to play all these quarterbacks and everything, whatever. And that's why the season went off the rails and blah, blah, blah. I think he's Vikings mathematically alive. I yes. think it makes sense to me. He was the number one choice for to go in right away before. Yeah, I mean, they, well, they signed Dobbs, right? But then he went in right away after Kirk Cousins. I've been wondering where Jaron Hall's been at the past few weeks. Here's the deal, though. You never plan on playing your fifth round rookie. Like, that's not like part of the. While, you, the, while you're still alive. Yeah, for a yeah, yeah. You don't you don't plan to play your fifth round rookie. Like, you know, there's it just doesn't. How, and how I agree with out. your point, though. Of, yes, this is the time to get him some reps and see what you got. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's they're throwing him in there, and they're going to be like, okay, can he even be a backup next year? Like that's basically where, where they're going because they're going to have to figure something out of quarterback. I imagine Kirk is going to move on, so they'll they'll figure something out with all that. But anyhow, yeah. So this is just mainly once once they announced the Hall thing. I mean, look, he didn't look he didn't look good when he was in there. Now he's coming in, hasn't played in a month and a half. Like it, the the season, I know, still technically alive, but most likely dead for this team as well. Um, so it just winning a margin for me with Hall at quarterback just wasn't part of the handicap at all. Like I, I didn't plan on playing this game either, but then that that came out like yeah, it's just it was just an odd decision in my personal opinion. And so um, the the range of outcomes for me of the Vikings winning this thing by nine points was very 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 low in far as as far as everything that I had going. So taking that up to eight, and again, like I said, there's other there are other legs out there if you want to play. I mean. The Chiefs, you could take down to one if you want to do that. I know it's not the traditional, traditional, but like there are. I don't trust them. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, 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 neither. But I'm saying there are Falcons options. Up right? to eight and a half. You could take the Saints yeah. up to eight and a half if you wanted to go that direction, et cetera, et cetera. So there are I, I, there I, are partners. I went Browns Jags as we talked about yeah. on Megapod, and with the Jags, I'm like, okay, you have to win this right against the Panthers. Like you, you might not cover, but for yeah. God's sakes, win this. Uh, anyway, so I'm on the same thing you are. I'm also on Ravens at three. Um, a game in which this was more of an injury report play for me than anything else. I mean, I look at this and if Waddle can't go, who by the way is DNP all week, this offensive line is completely beat up. And now they're, the guys could all end up going, uh, you know, the, the injury report, we're doing this before the Friday last one officially comes out. So we don't know what the practice report is going to look like on Friday, which of course is the most important one. But that being said, it is, pretty much every guy on the offensive line over the last two weeks has been on and off the injury report. And so not only could you be without your, your true number two, Tyreek is still playing at least somewhat compromised out there. He's not fully healthy either. And then now you add in the fact that two might be dealing with it. one, two, maybe all five guys that are compromised on the offensive line as well. To me, the three on the Ravens, I understand the push equity. I, I mean, I get all of that, but I think the three at Ravens still playable. I, it's, it's an expensive three now, but there are still threes available out there for that one too. I would still continue to, to, to play that one. The Ravens team to me, it's even less about the Ravens just being a complete truck, which I think they possibly could be, but the Dolphins not being at full strength, I think could be too much on the road. And the Ravens, if they win this, not only do they win the AFC North, they also get the number one seed. They could theoretically rest in week 18 yeah. if they wanted to which, which, which but could be big right yeah, yeah. Which will be two weeks yep. off really in quotes but if the dolphins win they're in the driver's seat for the number one seat because they'll have the head-to-head with the same record going into the final week of the season matt brown everybody all angles the handle on the weekends here at Vison. thank you sir As absolutely always. good luck everybody good luck coming back with jason weingard next 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at Viking.com.